looks good. Oh, we're on. It's always a surprise, isn't it? We're back. Well, um, there's been a storm. It's cleared. We're at the bars. Again. We both have smiles on. We do. One of us has been for a swim. It's a quiz this week. You <laughs> need to guess which which one it's been for a swim. You can tap a number on your phone <laughs> to reply, and we'll just say that whatever all the listeners think that is the most likely, we'll say that one's true. It'll be you know, you know, truth by public opinion. <laughs> That's what good. are you saying I there? think that's good. Yeah. Climate change, something, something. No, I'm, I'm kidding. It's beautiful here. Winds from the s southeast, do you think, or just south? Southeast feels about right. Yeah. And, yeah. and plenty of cloud. Quite an array of levels of cloud. I think so, yeah. Got some lower stuff. Some shapes are pretty in yep. the sky. Yep. And, and higher up, there's still maybe, you know, a little bit of instability out there in, in the mid-levels, maybe. I see a tiny little bit of queue over there, out to yeah. sea at least. Is that, oh, is that something over there? Mm, yeah, it could be, it yeah. Could be, hard yeah. to know. Something closer in. <coughs> the uh, ocean has a, a grey-green, milky grey-green look to my eyes. I see it too, yeah. And there's still a little bit of smoke, I think, in the sky because... Semi-permanent. <laughs> uh, when the waves... What was that? Just a bit of cloud. And there's a surf lifesaver who's yelling at some people at Newcastle Beach. Not Newcastle Baths. Next door at Newcastle Beach. It's a nice, uh, sometimes <laughs> when the waves kind of mount up to break, and they're only small waves, I guess. Uh, half a metre high. It's hard to know. To half a metre to a metre. Sometimes there's, if there's a break in the cloud and the sun... They catch a bit of sun? Yeah. I saw it, that before too. And it's a sort of slightly smoky, orangey kind of sun. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is nice. It's so different to the, the vivid blue that we sometimes see, or the deep grey. It's this, yeah, just really pretty. It reminds me of some sort of um, metal grey. As I said, grey-green to me. With milk. Yeah. It's an earl grey. <laughs> with milk. Oh, the sun's come out a little bit. The thing that Chris was just describing is happening now. It's lovely. There's a guy taking um, a dip in the canoe pool, which is right Usu next to the baths. Usually reserved for babies, mm. teeny tiny babies. Must be filled with wee. 
It was. Oh, it's up to the chocker. It's right up to the chocker. Fluid. But uh, yeah, that's it. Two parts wee, one part salt water. It was hot earlier this morning. It's the Arvo now. I reckon it would have been just chockers with little kids, right? Yeah, it yeah. would have been, I think. Nappy's off, or nappy's on, it's still weeing fairly freely in the pool. And this guy seems to be, he's having a ball actually. He's, he's making weird movements and stuff. It's like he's trying to balance on one foot but keeps on falling over. And mostly only his head comes out of the water, even though it, it's probably only about a foot deep in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Probably one of the stranger things I've seen <laughs> for a long time. Like I congratulate him. I, I do, I do love that he's doing that. And, uh... <laughs> but yeah, he seems fully, fully strange. It's a great place. The strangeness in this area is, is often pretty thick. You know, there's a high density of it, and. Uh, there aren't too many parts in a small city like this that's all go ahead where it still exists. He's gotten up and it was even less than a foot deep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the strange movements continue. He's got his arms out in this weird stretching motion. His head's all over the shop, left and right. He's dancing. Yep, he's dancing now. That's great. He's grand. He's got that thing that some people have where his board shorts are too low. Oh, yeah. Do you notice yeah, that? Notice and you think, that. oh, I can't look. No. <laughs> How that. low can they go? Yeah, yeah. I reckon maybe he grew up in this pool. Like maybe as a kid, he, <laughs> he came was here. born in the yeah, canoe. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it's humans his way, crawled yeah. out of the water somewhere. Did they? <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe something that predated a human did. It's this funny thing where he kind of looks like a sea monster, doesn't he? He does a bit. He, yeah, he could have. He's probably got some seal skin that he hides somewhere that he puts on at night or something and then he jumps into the water like a selkie it is sort of very sweet to see um it's come to our attention that we've had three listens on our last podcast <laughs> um, it's I, growing I, isn't it <laughs> i'm pretty sure i listened twice I definitely listened once on my home computer. <laughs> so, I mean, could that be it? I think that could be it. Yeah. But, oh, is that? That's a bubbliness up yeah, there. Yeah, I think it's still on. Yeah, I think it, you might be right. But um, we do know of one other listener, at least for a recent podcast. Someone in Canada. Yeah. We have reason to believe. And I think it's safe to say that we're both sort of making the podcast half for this one of us. Yeah. It's sort of, oh, you know, it's a thrill knowing that one other person might listen. It's hard not to tailor the podcast to them, isn't it? That's true. But if you're out there, Annie, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> then hi from me too, Anne. <laughs> oh, the sun's totally out now. That's yeah, happening. It's gorgeous. Yeah. We're fortunately in the shade of um, this old building. We've got sunnies too. Mm. things in case the building falls over. Or gets renoed. <laughs> but it's very beautiful. Very beautiful today. It's a sweet thing where the storm that moved through 
earlier was probably associated with some kind of prefrontal trough or a trough over the inland. It's been there for a day or so. But there's a front moving through further to the south and, and west. It's a fairly strong cold front, at least on the model guidance. Looks like there are a couple storms on that front as well. Chris and I had a look at the radar and the Doppler winds. It doesn't look super significant, but Sydney's in the firing line as we speak, so it'll be interesting to see if they get any strong gusts out of, um, out, of that, out of that line that's moving through now. If we talk for long enough, we may update the listeners in real time in half an hour or something like that. So there's a treat, you know, to keep you hanging on till the end of the episode. Just mention a, a front. So, um, as 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 you know, Cat, <laughs> and um, I think I'm not sure. Maybe Anne knows. We're um, all about talking about southerly changes, which is along the New South Wales coast. That's how this podcast got its rep. <laughs> Um, Southerly changes are a type of cold front. Um, The one we're talking about, the southerly change that we're talking about, that we have been talking about in this podcast, in previous episodes, I mean. No, not not recently. (laughs) No. Earlier in the year, we were we were doing pretty well on it, and. um, often seem to be associated with the prefrontal trough and that does seem to have been the case this morning. Um, we had a nice subtly change maybe late morning. We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. <laughs> and it blew quite strongly for a while. Could be more about middle of the day and early afternoon. Um, had to close the window it blew so strongly. It, I was freezing. And now the wind's backed right away. There's, yeah, there's a little breeze, but it'd be barely be five knots. Check out that beautiful pew over there, over the water. How good is that? But yeah, it's not, you're right, it's not really that windy. So this time of year, often the cold front itself, you know, in the warm months, the cold fronts are further to the south um, of, of our longitude, uh, of our latitude here, which is... <laughs> Like 33 south ish. Um, so, so the fronts, the Southern Ocean fronts, I think mostly stay south during the summer months. We have had, um, I think we had one get through recently, didn't we? Yeah. And some dry air spilled over a lot of, cool dry air spilled over a lot of New South Wales. But then. We'll it, get another one with this one too. Yeah. That's why I'm, oh, you were, I'm you're building up that. to oh, that. Shit. I was yep, wondering on. what you saw in the model guidance following this one. Look like snow on the Alpine peaks. Wow. So even maybe up to like 1,200 or something like that. And I saw, yeah, a really dry air mass come through behind it, maybe on on Monday. 
It looked pretty complex on the progs. Did you notice there's some sort of complex low with sort of dumbbelling cold air coming up? No, no, I didn't oh. really notice it, no. It looked like this was the f one of the first fronts and there'd be a stronger front Sunday into Monday. Oh, that right. would have Yeah, the coldest air, oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, I did yeah. see that. And then the driest air come through on maybe Tuesday or something. Yeah, so that was a ripper of a front, that, yeah, that one for for tomorrow night into Monday. Yeah, yeah, that, maybe oh, that's yeah. the one with the, the, the snow. Oh, yeah. There's some yeah. sort of low south of Tassie. Yeah. Just sort of sitting there. And it looked like it was maybe a, there's maybe a block. All right. Blocking high, so sort of help the low to stick around and not really push through. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah, I, I saw it and I thought of it as a return to, and it, as we move into summer, as a re return to winter style pattern. I did pattern. too, yeah. This um, these dry westerlies. Yeah. They're freezing. Which I really started to look forward to, even though it would be pretty windy. <laughs> down through the Hunter. Yeah, it's going to be a lovely change no pun intended that's, there that's great uh, yeah. that's what, great was it a pun so scrape I, through was a pun i no i'll, I'll give it really. to you i know i'll call it um you spun that really well <laughs> i i heard someone someone maybe in a video one of those severe weather videos oh yeah say something about this um this system it, it had like a broader context maybe around the sudden stratospheric warming and the IOD and uh, and also the SAM. Yeah, I heard something about the SAM. Yeah, the SAM likely to still be um, affecting winds in our region for the next couple of weeks. And maybe somehow that linked to being being linked to the stratospheric warming event. Really? Yeah. Uh. But also the monsoon being delayed. Looked like it wouldn't come it's just hanging around Indian Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's staying a bit longer there. Sorry, latitudes. Yeah, yeah. And I think the monsoon won't break till January, which, as you know, listeners, is kind of kind of late. It's a late break. Yeah. Maybe it's usually a December-style thing. Maybe mid-December mid or something like that. They're pretty keen for the break out there now because oh, it's been so. really hot for places like Broome and Darwin and even, what's that weird peninsula in Queensland? Oh, yeah. Sticky bit. Cape York. That's it, yeah. Even out there. Oh. Breaking some records in the last couple of weeks. Could be a good season. Oh, sorry to cut you off. No, it's all right, no. Cut, uh, breaking some records mm. out that way. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't realise Are you that. suggesting that it'd be a good season for tropical cyclones later in the year because oh. the waters will be warmer? Oh, gee, I wish I was suggesting something no. as sensible as that. No, no, no okay. That well, what were you suggesting? I wonder if it's a good year <laughs> for um, um, the morning glory clouds. Yeah. Given that there's been no monsoon yeah. so far. Yeah, props. I've been noticing on the satellite images in the morning when I have to do that brief, you know, that chart video or whatever, there's always, or not always, very commonly in... Maybe there's been some sort of very anomalous high-pressure systems over southwest WA. Have you noticed that? No. Mm. That sounds great, though. Southeasterly winds blowing off that northwest coast. Pretty much every morning that I've had to do one of those videos, you can see um, some, you know, undulate bore thing oh, happening. Really? Oh, it's, oh, that's so you, exciting! You got to, you got to watch for it. It's. I'll send you a link. It's oh. really great. So yeah, most days I see one of those coming off the, the northwest coast, in a southeasterly when they've got all those fire weather warnings and stuff like that. Right. But it's gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. 
I guess it's also because, yeah, yeah, I, I guess maybe it's partly to do with the IOD and the monsoon being so far north. Well, yeah, those things like a late monsoon, they're often seen sort of in the, the build-up period, uh, I think. Uh, like it's, I think, I think yeah. that would make more sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, oh, that's grand to hear. I'll I think they're semi freaking out about a late onset monsoon. Yeah. I don't know why, but it, maybe they're pretty desperate for water or something. I don't know. Maybe. Do you so know anything about that? Nothing at all. Yeah. What does it mean for tropical cyclones? No, I just wondered if the water has more time to warm up because it's sunnier for longer, oh, and right. then when the when the trough comes south. Maybe, maybe it's more likely that you get big ones out of. Could could mean totally nothing. I have no that's, idea. That's <laughs> plausible to me. No, they didn't say anything about that in the video. It's probably too hard to call. We um, oh, it's an exciting few days with uh, with this front coming up, and today we were expecting some moisture, um, some quite high humidity to come down the western side of the New South Wales ranges, you know, from the north, spilling down through what we call the northwest slopes and plains district. From Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Queensland. right, from Queensland. Um, yeah, sort of being drawn down uh, in a north-northwesterly flow ahead of this front and prefrontal trough. And that, moist, that, that warmer northerly is often fairly moist coming from uh, originally off the Queensland coast and drawn around down through southeast Queensland. But it, when we checked <laughs> this morning, um, it was it was much drier than we'd anticipated. Super dry, even. Yeah, um, which was a bit of a shock because the computer models had, like two days ago when we'd spoken about it, um, the high humidity, and hence the higher storm likelihood and higher severity. Severity, yeah. Extending right down to the Blue Mountains. Yeah, we were really excited <laughs> for really big storms. <laughs> yeah. And the storm that we had this Arvo, you say, was, was pretty embarrassing for sort of everyone, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm so surprised we even got one. I was just like, oh yes, we got something. Because <laughs> yeah. you'd been talking, talking it up about it all on the radio all and week. I talked it up too in the briefing that I did. Like, oh, you know, the hunter, it's on for the hunter. But it's not on for the hunter, really. Yeah. Nothing was, happened in the hunter. It, probably mostly just to the north of the hunter. Um, I guess Port Stevens would have gotten something pretty big. Could have, yeah. yeah. Um, I, did, I didn't actually tell you this, or maybe I did, but do you know that video briefing that I do? And oh, yeah. There's yeah. also, before that, there's a briefing at 9.45 for, for Beanock or whatever. Okay. And you're supposed to talk about the weather for the next couple of days, but I just talked about the humidity coming down the back of the ranges for about five minutes. And other people log into that using the software. And I just, I started by saying, yeah, I'm just going to do this thing where I'm shamelessly going to talk about my own region. And someone who hadn't muted their microphone just laughed. It was great. And then all I did was talk about the, the moisture coming down and how often it, it often brings the moisture down too quickly and it's not really a thing. Yeah, it does seem to be a yeah. thing. That's really cool. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, yeah. But it was super sweet. Um, but yeah, no one appreciated <laughs> My point is, is no one cared. <laughs> and someone laughed. 
That's how much they, they didn't care. But it, this is all about me. Go on, Chris. Value. That's on. adding value. Go on, Chris. At least you gave somebody a laugh. So, yeah, I guess it... I guess in the computer model guidance two days ago, it was lining up to be... And even yesterday, I guess, mm-hmm. lining up to be a pretty good day for storms. And it's all just been a, a sort of a flop, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. At least where we live. And it really does um, make you aware that... Um, these things are still difficult to predict. So subtle, yeah. yeah. And I suppose to, to go, it's hard to be confident even a day out. Mm. Maybe on the morning you get a better feeling for With it. With the trace, yeah. Um, but yeah, this idea of two, two days out or something. Maybe in winter, winter proper, it's a thing, right? Yeah. But not in summer. Thank goodness for summer. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, unpredictability, uncertainty. It's really nice because you, you come off the back of winter thinking that you know what you're doing. Yep. And then you get a couple of events in summer and you're completely thrown. Yeah, it is really nice. I remember that feeling. Yeah. We, we listened to a great um, <laughs> podcast yesterday. <laughs> Called, uh, what is it called? Is it Rolling Bob? And it's about um, these these two Bob Dylan tragics that seem to get a guest that's, well, we think is perhaps not as big a Bob Dylan tragic as these two guys. Oh no. And then um, they kind of talk to that guest about that guests Bob Dylan experiences but also their, <laughs> their Bob Dylan stories. They, they totally nerd out about yeah. Bob Dylan. We, um, yeah, the, the, yesterday, yesterday's podcast guest was, uh, she was lovely, wasn't she? She, she was legit, yeah. Uh, I wonder, is there a, a story that you'd like to bring about, uh, about Bob? Or, any musician that you've been interested in in your life. Oh, what a great idea. That's such a, that's such a nice thing. I'll tell a small story about... Um, there are a whole bunch of urchins, sea urchins here, who are making heaps of screaming sounds. They're really cute, aren't they? Some yeah. of them are wearing those hoodie-type towels. <laughs> I think they're going to go into the change rooms now. The amount of wee in the pool must be phenomenal. <coughs> I can tell a really lame story. It's, um, it's not really about a musician that I've been interested in. Oh, bubbles. But It's more about a pair of musicians that I lived near and have a small, small connection to through a friend. So a, f- a friend of mine um, studied music composition at the Con in Sydney. She had some friends who lived near us who were also studying music composition in Sydney at the Con. And one of them was a lady who lived down the road. She was a bit older. Maybe she was doing like some sort of PhD or something like that or a master's or I don't really know how it works but she had two kids 
who who also who are twins, which is special for me because I'm also a twin. But yeah, twin sons who lived at home, but they also made music, kind of disco-y, kind of dance music. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And the girl I knew and lived with, she was telling me about these these two boys and how they were travelling America or something, and they'd sort of made it big. Because it was sort of disco-y, dancey stuff, I kind of didn't really care about it. And then one day I was driving around and I heard something on Triple J, and I thought it was pretty catchy. I had recently... Um, you know, gotten a little bit more into disco. I like its danceability. Um, and then I, I remember looking them up, the the people who made the song that I'd heard on Triple J, and it was the two boys. Yeah, the the two boys. And then I, I saw my friend a little bit later, and she said, yeah, that she'd seen she'd seen their mum, and their mum was trying to kick them out of home because. They still lived at home and they were in their early 30s. They had enough money to move out, but they sort of just refused to do it. It sounded super sweet, like people not wanting to... Oh, I'm not sure what it was, but the, uh, the mum was like, you guys have made a heap of money from your music. Just get out now of my, <laughs> my house. And the, yeah, the, the boys, the twin boys were like, oh no, it's okay, mum, we'll, we'll, we'll stick around here a little bit longer. But yeah, that, that's my small brush with, with musical fame. It's not really artists that I've been interested in, but they have this one song that's totally listenable. I think it's the song that made them big. It's grand. Yeah. Yeah, do you know anyone famous? Do you know any famous musicians? Have you ever, you know, kissed a famous muso? Oh, I don't kiss and tell. Uh, that's very good, Chris. Well, we're in Newcastle, New South Wales, and it's the home of Silverchair. <laughs> yeah, it is. Daniel Johns. It is. Right. He grew up with listening to his parents Neil Young records for instance right? Is he from Fancy Merriweather or something like that? I don't know No I'm not sure where he's from You're right, I, I won't turn this into a class issue Move on um, <clears throat> Did you meet him? Probs is. No But Okay, they were pretty huge They, they were. were great. I remember them being massive yeah. yeah, I can remember seeing a clip of them Like in the 90s and they were playing on top Somewhere, some Seattle building or something Really? And it was great <laughs> Yeah, I loved it, you know, like on a Saturday night on Rage, after the Jackie Chan movies had finished You know, on SBS um, You'd flick it over to Rage And <laughs> Silverchair would be on And, you know You sort of think, yeah, this is really good Anyway, I don't know what happened. The world changed and that music all of a sudden... Oh, they, those, those kids kind of got older, I suppose. And um, They were like a famous garage band, weren't they? Yeah. yeah they kind of made that a thing. Right? Then um, I think Daniel Johns maybe teamed up with somebody, maybe a, an Electronica-style person. Mm. I'm not sure of his heritage, but history, called Paul Mack. Oh, that's right, yeah. Do you, was it a, did, did they have a band? Another band? I don't think so. I think they were like a collaboration, weren't they? I'm pretty sure they had a hit. Do you remember what it, how it went? No, I don't know, but it wasn't anything like Silverchair-style music, I'm pretty it sure. Disco, it was disco, was it? It was more disco and electronic. Was it kind of like Moby meets Silverchair? <laughs> it could have been. Um, so... You know, I thought, oh, that's a, that's a big change, and it took a while to get used to it, but it wasn't bad. 
you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I, I remember there was some value there for me. I can see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I can't remember the song or what they were called, but... You have an interest in Daniel Johns from Silverchair? Well, no. Not at Paul I Mack is really. your interest. So what happened was like maybe about <laughs> four years ago, yeah, I reckon, um, Richard... Mm -hmm. Co-worker. Yeah. Co yeah. Um, I was in Sydney and he said... I, I said, oh, how about we catch up? And he said, well, we're going out tonight to Erskineville with a few mates. Do you want to, do you want to join? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I went along to <laughs> Erskineville. The amusing, and the amusing thing about that is that um, my youngest daughter was taking some antidepressants at the time. But she decided they were no good for her, so I thought I would take them. <laughs> is this for real? Yeah. So, so I took some antidepressants for a few days to see what the impact would be, like my own personal guinea pig, so that I would know what was going on for her. Is this actually for real? Yeah. So I went along on antidepressants. And you had a whole bunch of booze. And yeah, had a bit of, <laughs> bit of drinking with these gay men, uh, gay guys. And um, lo and behold, Paul Mack was there. Paul Mack was performing? No, he was just at the pub, pretty pissed, I think. <laughs> Did you offer him some of your antidepressants? <laughs> Perhaps I should have done. Perhaps um, you should have said, here, everybody. He did look a bit down. Did he? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what was going on for him. And I remember saying, Rich, I know that guy. And he said, yeah, it's Paul Mack. Wow, how great. Yeah. Richard, yeah, me he's, too. He's always here. <laughs> that's a really sweet story. Um, so my, that's my brush with fame. That's really... That's as close as I've ever got. That's really good. Yeah, wow. Paul Mack. Uh, <laughs> quite quite happy I to like, see him I like the way you told that story how you started with you know Silverchair and then you sort of merged it into Paul Mac there's some pretty big queue over there oh jeez that's going off. off that's even what? like maybe some ice in it or something really high base yeah it's sure. mental isn't it oh I feel like the story might have been a little bit of a letdown at no the my, end. it was way better than mine I, I'm just, all, I'm just jealous. No, story? I'm jealous that your story was cooler than my story. Okay. Now I've really got to, I've really got to turn it on now. Um, well, let's exaggerate. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, I got a tattoo of that band that I was talking about, and then I saw them, and they saw that I had a tattoo of them on my arm, and they, they, they didn't make eye contact. But they had tattoos of them as well on their arms, so it was, oh, the whole thing was super weird. Uh, that's fair enough. Um, do you know that Daniel Johns and Natalie Imbruglia were a thing? I do now you say that. I think they were even possibly married. Possibly married? Possibly. Not, oh, okay. They weren't sure if they were married or...? <laughs> I, no. I, I wasn't sure if they were real, <laughs> let alone married. But yeah, but you, I think maybe even they had like a, a musicale collaboration as well. Oh, yeah. Mm. She had a really great song, didn't she? One, yeah, she did. She one, did. like she it was did. a hugely good song. She did. You can't... Um, I can't remember what it was. You know, I don't know what it was either, but I remember... Oh, my gosh, that's such a good... It was a great song, song, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That might have been... Could that have been, like, a Paul Mack influence? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. You really tied that in so well. That was... Natalie, Imbr Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah. A nice name, too. It was like a G that was silent. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, that's true. Like, who's got a silent G in their name, you know? 
I reckon it came out about the time that 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 star that um, Anthony Lepage Plage Paglia. It's the same thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I reckon. Lepaglia. Pa, pa, Lepaglia. Yeah, is that it? I think that's a kind of pasta. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it came out about the same time as he, you know, went over to the US and wowed them after. Did he actually wow them in the US or was oh, it a bit of a flop? Oh no, I think he... He made it big. I think he made it big. For real? He was in a cop show, like an American cop show. Did he pull... Because he looks like one of the Baldwins. Is that why they, you know, he's like a look-alike yeah, Baldwin? Good. Yeah, true. I didn't, I didn't know maybe. this about him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Was he in like NCIS or something? Oh, one of those yeah, something stuff. big like that. Wow, Went really? For years. What? It must have, must have, it must was, have been huge. He was a star of the small. Can you know what's funny about that? He's in no way attractive. Well, obviously somebody does think he is. Is it you? Are not, you you're well, defending no, him. I'm, I'm not <laughs> defending him. <laughs> yes, you but are. Have you seen him in? Um, Lantana. Um, I have, and I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't wowed in in any way. In any way. Yeah, I just sort of thought he's a regular looking kind of guy. He's I, nowhere near as good looking as you, for example. Of course. Not. You could be a Calvin Klein model. Yeah. I only model Audi stuff. I'm talking about. <laughs> but you know, and and how and how. But do you think there was like a golden era, like in the Australian early two thousands? TV. Yeah, TV, or movies, culture? and culture. Yeah. Culture. Oh, isn't that when Sea Change originally came out? Or was that a bit later? No, earlier. Sea Change sea was early. I reckon. Oh wow. I reckon Sea Change was. Then I want to say. Mid to late nineties. That that's when the golden age was. Yeah, they might. This might have just been the the last dregs the tail of, the end of the golden age. The golden age. Do you remember that there were some really great Australian like kids shows like for example was Ship to Shore an Australian or maybe it was called something else? Not sure about that one. The one about the lighthouse was awesome. That was around the twist. Yeah. Was that around that time or a bit earlier? I think a bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. Or not that much earlier. There was one called Ship to Shore that was slightly different. Incredibly lame but very good. <laughs> it was about kids at a school on the beach or something and one of the teachers being like the nemesis of the kids but not the kids always being somehow able to outwit the teacher it was strange wow. <laughs> but really great I, I don't think i saw that one i kind of like the idea of that i'll try and find an episode on youtube or something but it'd be worth watching those again um no that they were great ah there's some um some great things about the Newcastle, Daniel Johns. Mm. Do you know where he lives now? Is he? I've never seen him around here. No. I wonder if his parents still live here. No, um, no idea. Wouldn't it be great if one of their nicknames was Long Johns? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the old man, you know? Someone, you know, Terry Long Johns. How great would that <laughs> We live in a world where nicknames, you know, they're, they're not as appreciated as they were. Yeah, people don't want to take the piss anymore, you know. Mm. It's, a, it's a lost art form. We were talking about this earlier today, remember? Yeah. John Saffron was a professional piss taker. 
What era was he making TV shows? Sure, what would you put it at? Mid-2000s? Mid-noughties, whatever you want to call it. Probably. You? Maybe, maybe even early. <coughs> but yeah, early and mid. Maybe it started, maybe that was the, the end of that golden era we're talking about. And who can tell? It's yeah, did it seem like a whole bunch of Australian content stopped being made, we just started shipping in more from other places? Does that, does that seem about right? Like, we used to have, I don't know, like, weird variety shows and stuff that we just don't have yeah, anymore. We do too. Even Rove McManus, which wasn't funny or good in any way, but at least it was Australian, right? Remember that crazy show that, I think they're, they're showing with Dylan somebody. Mm. They're showing a few, from the late 90s, they're showing a few um, episodes of that again now. When, when are they doing it? Did you see the advertisement yeah, for yeah, it? Yeah, I did, but I can't remember what day it was. We definitely I, got to watch that. Yeah, I remember. Um, I was watching it one Saturday morning with Dylan, and it was. I was shocked at how yeah, out of control it was. Of it, yeah. And then Rove came on, and he seemed so incredibly average. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he, Rove took off. Yeah, I don't, and, I don't know how it happened it either. It's like, what? This is like turn off material. Um, <laughs> forgive me, there, any Rove supporters. Um, but yeah, compared to that Dylan guy. He was totally legit and yeah, wild. Yeah. Wild. I, I often think of, oh, I sometimes think of that. Um, I remember thinking of Rove as being sort of sanitised, like a kind of good, clean fun mm. for everyone to watch. And maybe some, like, some sort of common denominator. Yeah, I never got into Rove. But I appreciate that it was like an Australian dude who came up through like Channel 31 or whatever. I thought that was a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah, I see that aspect. Yeah, but you know, I never, never watch yeah, the show. Nothing in it for me. No, totally lame. No. But, <laughs> but yeah, views are beautiful over there, Kat. But you don't even get the lameness anymore. No, that's that's the point. Make a good point there. And look at us—we've been watching Netflix all day. Oh yeah, totally. We've been. But I've been watching shit Netflix. <laughs> really low quality. Everyone go out and. Watch the Republic of Doyle, set in Newfoundland, just for the accents. It's like a mix of Canadian, American, and and Irish. It's surreal. <coughs> and I've been watching um, Hinterland, set in Wales. Do you know how to say Wales in in Welsh? No, you do. I think it's Kymry. Oh, that's lovely. C y m r y. Oh, that's a nice word. Something like that. A bit like Camry, but <laughs> <laughs> get good mileage out of that. Mm-hmm. Oh gee. Yeah. Sorry, oh, I was, that's a I was, lovely, I was lovely gonna, word. I was gonna cut you off. I cut you off there. Tell me tell me more about Tell me more Hinterland. You know, I've really enjoyed the slowness of it. They're not they're not scared to take a shot and and spend a bit of time dawdling around. I noticed a lot of close ups of the main character, yeah. his face, but not from the front, weirdly from like the side or slightly behind and on the side. Yeah, that's true. I love that. It's got a craggy face. Yeah. 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 It's sort of beautiful in its own textured way. It's a show about texture, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of darkness there and um, not a lot of speaking for people that's, um, that are hard of hearing then. You can just sort of watch the show and 
without <laughs> subtitles. Yeah, no, I guess, no, not yeah. Really. the dialogue's not super important, is it? <laughs> it's a sort of the feeling for each scene. Yeah, it's a feely thing. I think it's it's, it's a lovely change from all the fast-paced. Um, Got to get things done. That's true. It sort of took three seasons to get at. Um, Maybe one a one episode yeah. kind of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've enjoyed or two, that. two-part episode, maybe. We've been joined by a shag who's sitting on a pole near us. It's very good. Having yeah. a clean. It was interesting, but we... Well, how are we going for time? I don't know. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, oh yeah. Well. Heaps of time. <sighs> um... The lifesaver here, as, as as we arrived, chatted to us about lightning. He had a nice photo of some lightning, which was lovely. <laughs> See, I think it sounds like you've kind of taken it by chance, just snapped. I think so, yeah. That's right. He seemed very happy to show us the photo. He was totally chuffed. I guess it is a hard thing to photograph. I've never, you... I've never been able to do it. Have you? No, never. I don't even try anymore. So the last storm, or the one on, not the last one, the one on Monday last week, Felicity said, my colleague, that there was a, um, she showed me an excellent photo of lightning hitting uh, Merriweather Beach. Oh, really? Yeah, really beautiful, <coughs> beautiful photo. How great. So I guess it's... Maybe it's easier to do in the daytime. Right. I don't know. Did she show you a photo that was taken at night time? I think it was day. No, she didn't take it. A photographer friend of hers took it. Oh, she's okay. on Facebook or something. Cool. Um, I guess maybe with a proper camera you could just leave the... Uh, thing on. What, what do you, would you do that? Where did the slow, slow shutter speed? Like leave the shutter open for a while? I guess so. And, and you, you, and you definitely get it, yeah. yeah. I always wondered if at night the contrast of the lightning would sort of blow out the... Oh, yeah, right. This seems to do that on my phone. The turns are going mental. I just saw like five dive in the same area. Oh, Something's happening. Yeah, there's one. Oh, two. When we got to the bar... Oh. Look at him, Joy. They are going crazy. How wonderful. They're going met yes. You don't usually see them all going for it like that. It's almost like a whirlwind, like they're in yeah, a yeah. vortex. They're in like some sort of weird column, aren't they? Tornado of turns. They've been sucked up into these large bubbly cubes. <laughs> they're still going. Yeah, they have very flat looking bases, these cumulus clouds, as if they're a stratiform cloud. And then you look up and it's a bit bubbly up there, or quite some nice ones over there. Yeah, beautiful colours as well. Every day is different. Yeah. But, um, <coughs> when we arrived, there was hardly anybody here. It's packed out now. Did you see there was some bridal party taking photos on cue? No. 
just like the surf life. Oh, you can see a lady in a blue dress on the bleachers. How lovely. It's a wonderful thing. To, see to the be, photos? Yeah, yeah, like to be down here. I was thinking, I had this great idea yeah. that we should take the piss by like you modeling clothes up the wooden catwalk in the baths and me on my phone and maybe with a scarf, just you know. Footy scarf. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Taking just a whole bunch of crazy photos on my shitty phone, but really getting into it. And you could make poses and, and I could sort of, you know, say things like the camera loves you. Make love to the camera. Um, yeah, I always wondered what they said, those people. I don't know. Work it. Work it. Yeah, yeah so something like that. And then at the end, we go for a beer or something and, oh, and look at all the photos. That'd be so much print fun. Print some out. You know, like get some headshots or whatever. <laughs> How great would that be? Yeah, that it's could not be just really people nice. who are getting married who can take fancy photos. You know, celebrate each day. That's really nice. Yeah, today's been a good day. It's, it's a pretty lame idea, but I had a little laugh thinking about it. I like it too. You'd be really great at making poses, I think. Yeah, <laughs> one where you're like thinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or jumping into the water, yeah, that's it, yeah. Scratching your ass, all those things. <coughs> Could play some music. I remember the last time or maybe the time before when Annie came to Australia. Yeah, maybe it was 2018. She, Nenny and I went for a drive down to the beach somewhere in Anglesey, I guess. Yeah, I, remember. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we kind of just went to a pub to try and um, try and get a beer or a cider because it was pretty sunny. And we heard a semi-famous busker in those parts anyway do a bit of a set. She she had like a couple of pedals. She would loop stuff. She had a, you know, some kind of technology thing that made it easy to loop um, and record things and, and loop them back. So she would do a little bit of a shitty drum thing and record it and then loop it back and then add some guitar bits with different pedals. And she had this really hideous chorus pedal. You know, it makes it sound like you've got backup singers when you're singing. I hate that thing. She, I guess she used it pretty well. It's probably the only artist that I've ever seen kind of before they got big, I guess. Maybe. You might hear her a little bit on Triple J every now and then. Her name is Tash Sultana. I'm pretty sure she either comes from Byron or she comes from somewhere coastal. But yeah, we just happened to see her somewhere on the Great Ocean Road doing a pretty long set in the Arvo and we stayed for ages. She had a beautiful 12-string guitar. She didn't play any open chords on it. It seemed like a shame. She just sort of picked it, kind of the way she'd picked the guitar and all the other songs. But, you know, she'd had a six-string and she was sort of plucking it. Then she took out the 12-string and did the same thing. She was sweet. She had, you know, some sort of, like, uh, beachy vibe, you know. 
to her music, sort of laid back. It was nice to listen to on a hot day and have, have a cider and get a little bit merry. How beautiful is the different colour in the water? The canoe pool is kind of it's red or something yeah. from the clouds in the sky at sunset. And the water is sort of blue. Yeah, it's kind strange of more blue. More blue. Yeah. It's a strange blue, yeah. Oh, that, that's a pretty good one. Tash Sultana. Yeah. Yeah. I'll play a song of hers if you want in the car. I'm yeah. not sure you'll dig it though. It's kind of nothing sort of throwaway. But like I said, it's really nice to hear at the beach. You know, yeah, on a hot day in the shade with a couple of bevies. It's funny how sometimes the setting, different music can make sense in different situations. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds lovely with Annie and Nanny. Oh, maybe 10 minutes, I think. Yeah, I, I was in the toilet today. <laughs> And I think there was a poster on the wall and my eyes seem like they're really sluggish at the moment. And I had my bum sort of sitting on the toilet so I couldn't get up. Um, pretty sure the Water Boys <laughs> oh. are playing in the Byron Bay Festival. What? That, there's Crowded House and sort of bands like that up the top. But like it was well down the bottom of all the things that were playing on the poster and so the print was very small. The Water Boys. The water boys, like they should have done. Let's that's the push. Headlining <laughs> let's push those other things out of the way. So that's at Easter, is it? Yeah. When's Easter next year? Do you no, know? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But oh, yeah, right. they often play. Like people wouldn't come all the way out here just to play Byron. Um, so it's quite possible the water boys are doing a tour. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> a our, side our gig. Irish. Um, Spiritual home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, of course, their their famous song, "Fisherman's Blues," was recorded in Galway. It's one of our standards. Yeah. Middle of April. Oh, they're <coughs> not going to come out here just to do a couple of gigs at the, their only. They'll let's, be playing in places. Let's have a look. Yeah, it's quite a. I, I would love to see the Water Boys play, even though they're probably. That'd be grand. Long in the tooth. Nah, they'd, they'd really know how to rock, I reckon. Yeah. Tour dates. For Australia? Um, I typed in Australia, but it, I don't know that it said Australia. It'd be nice to have that up. Hey, did you know that Jim Owen has been, is playing a Newey tonight? What? Like West Lampton or How something? great, yeah. how great. He played at the Big Mozzie at Hexham. The like maybe mo Thursday night, <laughs> and I heard him interviewed on 2NUR. That's hilarious. I'm pretty sure he's... Was, he's, was it funny? Oh, I just caught the end. Yeah, <laughs> heard his accent. It's enough, isn't it? This only says their latest tour date. Oh, maybe they haven't got it sorted yet. Maybe I can... Is there... A, oh, here we go. Let's go Australia. Hashtag. <laughs> Australia is what I should have typed in. Looks like it. What does that mean? Oh, it's all the people who are coming to Australia. The Bee Gees are coming to Australia. Oh. How gross What's is that? What's left of them? Yeah. <laughs> One oh. fifth of the Bee Gees. Oh, I can't. No, it doesn't I can't, matter. I can't see but this. like, it, it'll be a thing closer to the time. It's true. Um, if if I got that right, because I forgot to double check after <laughs> I. 
It's the it's the winter boys, Chris, who are touring. <laughs> you dumb asshole. <laughs> oh dear. Do I have to follow them or something? Is that is that the idea? I haven't got a clue how it works. But they'll probably play, you know, like some gigs around closer, Australia. Closer to the date or something. Yeah. What's great about this is the Blind Boy comes in April. I oh, know, in February to Australia. I don't know if I told you this or if you know already, but he released another Sydney show, you which did I. Mention. Have bought a single ticket for what? Because I assumed you wouldn't be able to come because it's a Wednesday. Oh, and you're already coming to the one, maybe on it's Monday. A, or it's something. a Thursday night. The one. We're the going. one before, yeah. Oh wow! How awesome! Yep. Um, so I'll have to go to that one. On your onesies. S stag, as they say. <laughs> I think that's what that means. Oh, is that what that means? I I've no, I made it up. Oh, you made that up. I did. That's so weird. I lied about that. That's, that's <coughs> awesome. Oh, I'm glad you're going a second time. 2020, the year of the Irish. Yep. Mm. That'll be grand. Too many peeps. It's almost dinner time, I reckon. Sounds nice. I'd like that. What time does the Hari place offer up grub? Quarter to six, I think. What time do they finish? Eight o'clock-ish. We're grand. Yeah. I'm getting cold. Do you feel it? I, I, I feel it coming through. Picked up or something? Yeah. I think maybe it has. I really enjoyed doing this one. Me too. Hi to Annie again. Our third listener. Number three. We didn't have Keith with us today. Oh, was Keith having a rest? Keith's here in Sydney. Up to no good, I guess. After, yeah, named after Keith Richards. <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's gorgeous. No whales or dolphins today in the ocean that we could see. That's a bit sad. I haven't seen um, a dolphin for a little while. I, you go through spates of seeing them. Maybe they've moved somewhere for a little bit. And maybe they'll come back. Yeah, it could be. Well, maybe we should sign off. Mm -hmm. It'd be lovely to spend a bit of time with your cat. Yeah. Same for me. It's been great. Beautiful day here today. A little bit of stratus over there. <laughs> maybe over there too. Oh yeah, for sure. It's quite a bit over there, maybe. Ah, it's a beautiful spot. Come on. Let's do it. do to stop it. Is it this button do you reckon? Looks a bit final doesn't it?
we might just have to try it. Okay, give it a go.